0: All right, Anabolic Academy number nine. We got Big Danny Broadhurst and Doug Frouche with me. What's up, guys? What's happening?
1: Hey, hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me.
0: There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like talk all over the internet that Nick Walker got robbed at the Arnold Classic. And I don't think he did. I think Samson legitimately won. I thought he really looked good. I don't know. I just think there's a lot of Nick fans and they're all making noise, yeah. you know? That's all. Yeah, Nick it really, really connects with like everybody. Yeah, I mean, he really it's does. crazy.
1: I was in the, I was in the gym and I ran into this guy, Sass Harati, who used to manage um, yeah, I know. Uh, Sean Yeah, I ran into him and we talked for a while and he's just like, you know, Nick, just everybody that Nick talks to everybody that watches Nick's
0: stuff, they just eat it up. They just, he's just a fan favorite. They love him. Yeah. They love him. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is great for him. There's no question about it, but you know, I understand. First of all, he's, he's, he's a blue collar guy. He works hard. He breaks his head. You can see, you know, you can see the work and in, in, that he puts into his uh, physique. Right. He's funny. He's, like, personable. Uh, everybody's very likable. Um, so I can understand why people like him so much. I can't, not that I dislike him, I don't dislike him, but I can't wrap my head around why Chris Bumstead has such a big following because he's the complete opposite. He's very, he's not very personable. He's, you know, he, he's not funny. He's very bland. But there's something about him that people just love. He's literally the face of classic physique. I could I they could like actually, yeah, but a million, a million subscribe, like a million follow. I mean, I could ask a kid in the gym. He's a nice guy, though.
2: I mean, he, I never he's met him. Spoken, he's soft spoken. He, I think he's, a, I think he's a nice guy. I'm sure he is. He just doesn't have that. That Nick Walker has that big personality
0: that that aura about him. You know that everybody kind of wants to be near him and be around them and stuff. You know, I don't know.
1: It's crazy how different things make different people appealing to the masses. Like, yeah, you know, like right. With Bumstead, I think it's his mystery. Like he's a mysterious yeah. dude. Nobody really like, he just yeah. kind of like a Dorian Yates thing. But like, imagine if Ronnie had tried to be like Dorian Yates, nah, like, it just never would have worked.
0: Yeah. You know? Very good. Very good point. That could be it. That could definitely be it. All right. So we got five questions to run through and, We'll just uh, go through them and uh, I don't know, I'll give everybody a shot to to answer them. It's no big deal. First one is um, what was the craziest cycle you ever did or ever heard of? So, okay, uh, Doug, you could you could take that one first. What was the
1: I mean, I'll, I'll talk about the craziest cycle I ever heard of talking about um, Andreas Munzer before you know he unfortunately passed in the 80s. They talk about his cycle as being just. Out of this world, so much so that his liver crumbled like styrofoam when they when they did the autopsy. Really? You know, yeah. This is back when they did like the ECA stacks all the time, and
2: no, just he was doing yeah yeah he was doing which is um um I've never
1: heard of that. That's great. yeah.
2: It, it's a funny thing. I I actually it, it's it's a it's an amphetamine. I think it's actually a form similar to dextroamphetamine. Um and and I emailed someone in Turkey about it. And apparently, they give that to the ISIS fighters. Really? I mean, what is it? Wow. What does it do for? I mean, that would be like amphet- it's, it's me- like methamphetamine. <laughs> it, it's stronger than an amphetamine. I, let me look at a it. Up, hold on. It has that- a
0: benefit bodybuilding, or it doesn't? It's just a stimulant. Well, he would just take
2: <laughs> that, and then he would take Xanax. That was on the cycle. Ph- bene- phenethylene, uh, gave amphetamine, it- amphetamine and theophylline. Uh, yeah, phenethylene.
1: That's crazy. but yeah, I mean, then you just don't eat for like
2: weeks and it just keeps right. you rolling, man. Ah. Yeah, that's what you do, yeah. So uh, that's so why he died. I don't think he died because of the steroids. Yeah, oh, okay. steroids I always, heard, seem that I always heard
1: that he died because he got on a plane right after. Like, he took all those diuretics, did a show, and then all of a sudden he got on a plane. And I think that can do something to you. I don't really know.
2: Yeah, but, I, I did the, that with speed mix. It doesn't,
0: yeah, it doesn't seem to be the steroids. It seems to be everything on top of that that, that, that really gets you.
2: Milo's you know? always says you can't die from steroids. What'd you say? Milo's always says you can't die from steroids.
0: Well, I've never heard of somebody dying from steroids, like directly related to steroids. It was. It's always a compound of things.
2: He, like there's I, a German bodybuilder that he coached that I won't say his name, but uh, I think I was mentioning how you could take uh, five milligrams of Anadrol per kilo, who would do that? And he would say, I've taken more steroids than anyone in the world. And I know for a fact, you cannot die from steroids. Yeah. Yeah. It's always like, anytime you look up a professional wrestler from the old school days
0: that have died, steroids is always in the mix, but it's always compounded with, cocaine and uh, uh meth and and um xanax, you know, xanax da- um what was the one that was big in the in the uh quaaludes, quaaludes you know yeah. back in the 80s you know it's always compounded with alcohol it's always compounded with that so i, I you well, know just living hard i mean those guys just
1: right party train party train party train right right, right especially right, the rest right. of the eighties. that's crazy. Yeah. those
0: yeah but you know as far as that goes yeah, I think I think you guys are right. I think it's not the cycle itself. I think it's everything on top of it that is really, really destructive. All right, so okay, this is a pretty good question. If biceps are such a small muscle, why are there so many variations? Can you just do twelve sets of one variation and still see improvements?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I I think the short answer to why there's so many variations of bicep curls is because people love training biceps and. They just want to find all the different, I mean, people, myself included, we're all obsessed with arms, at least at one point in time in our career, you know, right. we're obsessed with growing our arms, and I think, really, you need, like, a regular open-handed curl and a hammer curl, and that'll probably develop your bicep just fine. Also, you know, you have some guys with long insertions and some guys with short insertions, so different curls work better for different people.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't, I don't have an arm day, I don't, you yeah. Really? Yeah, I add no. I don't know. So do d- no, I add them on. I uh, you know, I'll, I'll do arms twice a week, but at the end of uh well, at the end of chest I'll do biceps and at the end of shoulders I'll do biceps. Really? At the end of uh back shit, I can't even remember how I train anymore. I've been all the with. <laughs> and then uh and yeah, then I'll do triceps uh once a week. Wow. Right. But I switched to doing complete arms. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I before, used to do complete okay.
1: arms and saw no growth whatsoever, like I do now when I do chest and biceps and shoulders and triceps. No, oh, I really? mean like
2: at the end, at the end of chest, I would do both. Yeah, like
0: buys and tries. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't have them
2: for a day. I agree. I don't. I don't like having a day for them. I think it's do you know what?
0: Do you know what's great about training but not competing is that you could do what you like, not what you have to do. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I, like I'm not okay. I'm never on your guys' level, not even close. But if, if I had to change up and do like uh, chest and tries or back and biceps, I would probably dislike that workout. I like the idea of going in and doing arms and getting both sides pumped, and it's just a good feeling. Instead of add more, it's, it's more of a, it's more of a mental therapy kind of workout for me, if you will. I don't for know.
1: Sure. I mean, I see that for sure. I mean, and that's the I feel that way too.
2: That's what Jordan Peters says. That's why he he loves deadlifting, and he says he could be a profession. I mean, I'm sure he could be a professional in the United States, but I guess he can't turn pro in England because I guess his waist is too. bit. I don't know. But he says he loves lifting, so he doesn't want to. Dude, he should just go to Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> and do do the plan you guys did. I'm going back. I'm
1: doing one in September for Open Men's.
2: Really? That, yeah. There's a lot of money in. Is the Charles one?
1: Um. No, it's not Charles. It's the Battle in Mexico by uh, the Sharu people.
2: There's one Charles, really, and that's like yeah. Ten, but ten, I ten can't eight. fuck
1: with Charles. My people, um, my people and Charles don't mix, so it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah,
0: that sucks. Yeah,
1: another story.
0: Before we get on to the next question, I'm just gonna make two quick announcements. First thing, please like and subscribe. Because we're pumping out a lot of content, and I'm giving you great bodybuilders with great knowledge for the content that we're putting out. The other thing is, I Danny already knows this, but I will be doing the coverage for muscle development at the New York Pro this year. Oh, congratulations! That's awesome. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. And the whole whole are you going to come to the New York Pro this year, uh, Doug? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I was thinking about it. we were talking about it a little bit, but I don't know. We'll see. If you can come by, because what I'm going to do is either the day after or two days after before we, you know, figure it out, because I know Nate and Nate Spear and Carlos Thomas Jr. are doing the New York Pro. So what I want to do is I want to do a podcast right after the day after I'm hoping and get everybody and do the podcast. So if you could come, you know, you join, you'll join us and you'll be on the podcast. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. And um, possibly go out the night after, you know. That would be pretty cool if we all go out afterwards. Uh, whoever yeah, wins the New good. York Pro, but um, it's going to be pretty fun. I was really, I was pleasantly surprised when I got the call and they asked me to do it. And I was like, "Of course!" I was like, "Yeah, yeah so i
1: doing that it." Awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So it'd be pretty cool. All right, next question. This is another good one, Danny. What do you think is the most overrated steroid?
2: Echo voice. Right, well, for bodybuilding?
0: Yeah, for bodybuilding. Echopoise. What do you think, Doug? I was going to say Prima yeah, Ball. Yeah, that's actually, yes, okay, I'll agree with that one. Yeah. I'm
2: curious, though, Danny, why Echopoise? Because I think Echopoise has the highest risk and the lowest reward. Okay. That's. I mean, that's great. Um, uh, Just it makes I, your you know, so I, much thicker? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I don't even have high hematocrit. I could take two grams of test, and my hematocrit won't go up. But if I take any kind of EQ, any amount, my hematocrit will go, go up. Interesting. So, I was either
0: thinking EQ of or Anavar, but when you said Primabolin, yeah, I would go with that one because I I'm, I'm, I've only used it a handful of times and like it was like literally nothing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, and it's expensive. It's yeah, it's expensive
1: and and. Uh, I, yeah, you have to take as I think as a dude, especially you have to take so much to really to really get anything out of it that it's like I don't know. I'd rather just take a bunch of master on. Um, do you
0: think Do you think Anavar is overrated for a guy?
1: I I mean I personally really like Anavar a lot. I don't really mm-hmm. do really well with uh, like Dianabol. and Anadrol is good, but I mean who wants to carry that much water? I think Anavar Aniv- is great, but I will say that a lot of Anavar is trash. <laughs> From what I found, it's like if you get good Anavar, it's good. But otherwise, it's probably like two
0: milligrams D ball or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. I always reacted well to D ball. I reacted decent to Anadrol, but D ball, and Terranova, I always reacted well with.
2: I love it, Terranova. It's always.
0: It always got like hard and veiny. Ball is horrible. Really. Yeah. I always D-ball got. Legs. I can't, uh, I, I I can't
2: even do. train legs when I take D- Anavar. Really. My, my lower back
0: just it's amazing boom. how different steroids affect different different drugs, affect different people differently. You know, it's it's unreal.
2: I think it depends, um, how far along you are, too. Because when I was younger, I used to love Dynamo,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the bigger I've gotten, the more I feel like it messed with my back. Yeah, so if you I had heard a, that so, from a lot of dudes,
0: yeah, no, the absolutely. Uh, uh, Fackery said the same thing about his lower back. If you had to take an oral though, Danny, which one would you prefer? I know you said Tyrannoball, but.
2: Tyrannoball
0: or Anadro? Those two. Okay. What about you, um, Doug? I'd probably say Anavar. Anavar. I'd probably say Anavar. All right. Yeah, that's. uh, I don't know. I've always got good reactions to D Ball and Tyrannoball. Anadrol was always a decent reaction, and Anavar was always a decent reaction, but I would have to take a lot of Anavar, you know? I don't know. Yeah, maybe right. you, I mean, 50. you figure you take
1: 50 milligrams of Anadrol. It's about to, you know you take at least 50. <laughs> yeah, at least. Yeah. So I mean, i have taken 50. 50 of Anavar might sound high, but
0: it's only because it comes in tens. Exactly. You know. yeah, right, yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll
2: try. I don't yeah. Know. I think we'll 60. I think 60 is the minimum for
1: Anadrol or for Anavar. Anavar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds about right for a guy.
0: All right, let's see. All right, next question: best over-the-counter fat burner. Now, I don't know if this person meant like a particular brand or the, or an actual over-the-counter ingredient for fat burning. I
1: don't know. I don't know either. I know. Yeah, like L-arginine. What's that? CLA. CLA. That's pretty yeah, good.
2: That's um, CLA works pretty well. Carnitine, right?
1: Yeah, carnitine.
2: Um. Yeah, I think um Yeah, I think you're right
1: about the L-carnitine though. I think probably the best over the counter fat burner is the Life Fitness treadmill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But no, I've heard mm-hmm. I've heard good things about L-carnitine, not that I've ever tried it. But uh what's the difference between L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine? Or is there a difference?
2: Acetyl-L-carnitine is half the um, strength of L-carnitine... Oh, no, I'm really? sorry. I'm sorry. That's, that's totally wrong. Uh, acetyl L-carnitine gets absorbed by the brain and L-carnitine tartate is absorbed by the body. Do so you want L-carnitine tartate? Yeah. Okay. You don't want acetyl L-carnitine. Okay. As far as for yeah. fat burning? Yeah, for fat burning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and it's-, and it's not very bioavailable orally, so... Ideally, you want to inject it. Yeah, An injectable. No but that one, that wouldn't,
0: that yeah. wouldn't be um, over the counter, right? Now, when well, you
2: yeah, inject, yeah, the peptide sites always have it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, but who so, wants? To, you know, mainline it, put it in your vein. <laughs>
0: but, is that what has to be done?
2: Yeah. It doesn't have to, but that's what I usually do.
0: Is it injectable? Is it intramuscular or intravascular? We'll be right back.
2: Hey you guys, welcome to Just the Two of Us. It is your broadcast host, Mr. Zach. So I want you to relax, put your feet up, grab your glass of
1: wine, and a snack, because you are tuning into my broadcast.
2: See you later. Uh, It's both, but it burns if you put it, I am. I mean, it burns. Yeah, I, really know, I remember
1: too. that it burns really bad. Really, yeah. I had some yeah. like vitamin B twelve. l carnitine, it and it was like I wouldn't even want to take that shot.
2: Yeah, it doesn't really? burn as bad as 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 ivine. I don't know why ivine doesn't burn as bad, but you know it comes like in a pretty low dose, so you got to use like three milliliters of it. So it's kind of cumbersome. I, honestly, mm. I usually just take the carnitine tartate. Okay. All right. Then answers that question. Take a little extra of it. I need mean, yeah. like two thousand, a couple times a day.
0: That and would you use CLA on top of that with it? Um, see it
2: because Doug mentioned CLA. Con, conjugated linoleic acid. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Milos actually usually recommends that CLA yeah. And, and yeah, carnitine. Okay.
0: Pre So go out there and buy CLA and El Carnitine and uh, do cardio. There you go. All right. Best... uh, What do you think the best rookie for 2023 is going to be in the IFBB? Carlos. Carlos. Probably, yeah. Yeah. We'll all agree on that one. Carlos, definitely.
1: I'm so curious to see what that dude was. I remember the first time I saw him as an amateur. I was like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) (laughs) is crazy, man. So I can't wait. I'm excited. I mean, even though it's not really Nate Spears' rookie season, I still think he has some some shit some shit to show. I'm excited
0: to see what he does too. Yeah, I you think know, Nate, like I think Nate awesome. is gonna be surprising. Yeah, I think Nate Nate's gonna be surprising this year. Yeah,
2: I, I agree.
0: I think and I think I think he's gonna do well because he doesn't have much pressure on him. He's you know, nobody's really talking about him. You know, uh everybody's talking about Carlos. Like he's everybody's waiting to see what he's gonna look like. And I mean he's gonna rise to the occasion. There's no doubt in my mind, but I think. Nate Spear is going to surprise everybody and be that guy that comes out of nowhere, kind of deal. You know,
2: he put on some size,
0: he did, sure. he did. It. And and when he comes in shredded, like when he won, what was he it? it? Yeah. When he came in, the, what was it, North Americans or nationals? Nationals, when he won that show to yeah. turn pro, dude, he was fucking no, chiss- no, he
2: was second, he was second. Was oh, there was, I was, a, I was there,
0: yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Cohen, it was uh, them
2: two in first and second, yeah. We're on uh, the okay. first call up when was that to the, uh, 21. No, uh, yeah, 21. yeah twenty one yeah wow
0: okay, holy shit, yeah man these these new guys coming up they are no joke, and um, it's a lot of fun watching these new guys come up, man, because you know after some time, you kinda kind of know who's gonna be in the in the Olympia, you kind of know who's gonna be in the Arnold, but this year. It mixed everything up. Yeah, you know, the, the names that came out, like um Andrew Jack and Samson Dowda. You know, nobody really thought they were gonna mix things up like they did, you know. Derek, Derek uh Lunsford. Did you Doug? Did you see the Derek Lunsford picture of him in his hotel room?
1: Yeah. At
0: at the Arnold? No, I didn't see that picture. Is it Dude, on his page? It's it's insane. He's just Every in his ho-
1: see a picture of that guy. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, it's insane. Man, like, I think and, he it right, and he's mm-hmm. still chiseled. Do you know what I mean? Like he's still in shape. Like he still
1: has. Oh, abs. I mean, you know, you have that much muscle on you. It's not going to go very far. You'd he'd, he'd have to really. Yeah, like, you, you get, can't. You can't get that fat. Up.
2: Like yeah. you, you you like it gets to a point where you can't even. Like, if you start to eat junk, you get leaner.
1: Yeah, that's what happens. Really.
2: Yeah. Because you can't eat enough junk to account for how many calories you need. So you'll wow. start losing weight. Your wow. stomach
1: can't handle it. Like, my stomach gets so pissed off. Right. If I go out, like, even if I go out to breakfast and then go have some burgers, and then, You're like, fucked. oh, man, it's terrible. Whole it's day, terrible.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's actually a good question. Because back in the late 90s, early 2000s, these guys would really get fat. I mean, they, they wouldn't get fat, but they would get bloated. They would have these huge stomachs. Do you remember like Lee Priest? Yeah. Or there's that one famous picture of Jake Cutler sitting at the kitchen table, looking all fat and bloated. I mean, that was odd for him. I think that was one off season. But I think, for the most I think part,
2: they've got to be off gear. Uh, yeah, the recovery period. They will. They've uh, got to be off okay, gear to get okay. that fat. You'd have to be off gear. All uh, right, that makes sense. Yeah, because makes... you you definitely get that soft look. Yeah.
0: You know. All right that that definitely makes sense. Okay.
2: They probably went completely off for like six months and just ate like shit. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I mean, or little. push food. Say that again, Danny? Well, I, I don't think Jay Cutler ate like shit, So, but I'm saying Lee Priest. But yeah, or push <laughs> food. Jay Cutler yeah. probably pushed food. Yeah, you know, I don't think he Jay... He always uh, said uh, that's yeah.
1: when you'd eat pasta. You know, shit like that. You'd eat pasta and stuff at night. And that'll make yeah. you a little more bloated, but... And that's the other thing, too. When you have that much muscle, even like a 10-pound... Sh- Film of water over you will make you look kind of soft and bloated if you get the wrong light,
0: you know, like if you let your
1: stomach hang out or whatever, like you know,
2: yeah, that's true.
1: Bad. I, I,
0: I had um, gone to the Olympia in 2002, right? No, 2000. I'm sorry. And I was a kid who was like 23, 24, whatever. And I remember going to the expo with my friends and I met Craig Titus, right? That's the guy who wound up killing his, yeah. his housekeeper or whatever. And I remember sitting there, he was signing autographs and stuff or whatever, taking pictures. And he was sitting there and his stomach was like sitting on his lap. His stomach was so massive, you know, like the, their stomachs would get so big and bloated. And then it was almost like a badge of honor. They almost like walked around like they were proud of it kind of deal. Does that Not make any serious. sense? Do you remember yeah, that? I mean, that's that's just never how
1: i've looked at it but i i i
0: i can feel like it makes sense so like back that's back how powerlifters the are they yeah. love that shit the late 90s early 2000s i remember like just they had massive bodies but their their stomach would be so distended from from eating mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know. And, and and i think that's one of the reasons why i feel like bodybuilding is better today i mean you have all the older generations like kind of like it's not the same blah 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 so on and so forth man today's guys i'm sorry man they're bigger they're leaner they're just in in better shape i mean they got it all it's just you know somebody like nick walker you know in in the year 2000 he would have been a a freak he would have been like what the how is that guy so big and chiseled you know he would have been i don't know but um but you always have the guys that kind of like you know they're like uh, you know like a chris cormier or Sean Ray or, you know, Willie priest are we saying about how their generation was much better. And I think, I think it's just being partial to that generation. What do you guys think? I agree.
1: Yeah. I mean, everybody's going to like the, the, the era they competed in. And like, I bet you Troy Aikman thinks that, you know, the quarterbacks were better then than, than when Tom Brady played stuff. Right. Like that. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, unfortunately that's all the questions that I got. I only had those five questions, but, uh, that's all right. No big
1: deal. No big deal. There'll be more.
0: But they'll. But uh, Doug, you have to join us on MD uh, again. Yeah. Definitely got to join us on MD. I think not this Wednesday, but I'll remind you uh, next Wednesday we'll get you back on because this Wednesday Charles Griffin will be with us. Oh, cool. Yeah. So Charles Griffin will be. I was cow with- that
1: he wanted.
0: He's cool. Yeah. Oh, he's. I. I love talking to that guy. He's great because he's so down to earth and just a straight shooter like you know there's no there's no fluff on him at all and that's that's my kind of guy you know i don't like when people dance around i just like when people tell you straight how it is like when he when he came on my show like i interviewed him twice and the second time he came on my show and he talked for 20 minutes about how he hated blessing <laughs> <laughs> oh man that guy yeah so trains, wow.
2: where does he train he trains at that
1: Arizona, I think, isn't he? Charles.
2: No, no I, I don't, don't think know. it's in Arizona. Um oh, and I'm blanking. Uh Campiones. Let's well, Campiones Gym. It's in um I think he trains there. I'm pretty sure. Where is it?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure to be honest with you. I it's, don't know. It's,
2: it's in um
0: Minneapolis. Oh, he's from Minnesota. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I think, I think, well, that would make sense because he's an hour behind us, so that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's got to be, yeah, yeah. Because I knew I had a client who who um went to the same gym. Yeah, he's got that. He's got that m- round, massive m-
0: muscle and grainy too.
1: The only yeah. thing, the only he's thing that really
0: the, he's one of the better brothers that gets grainy. Yeah, he gets he gets really grainy. When you see like a close up of his back, you can see it. The only you know the only thing that you know once he he goes up against the guys in the Olympia or the Arnold, you know his shape is is a bit of a drawback. But he basically is a, he could win any local show, Chicago Pro, uh, New York Pro. Yeah, he's on know, the website. <laughs> Cali, oh, is he really? Yeah. Yeah. But all right, gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Even I know it was a short Anabolic Academy, but but it was definitely. Um, informative, and I will be in touch with everybody. Doug, thank you very much. Danny, thank you, you, of course. And we will be in touch. Man, rock and roll, guys. Have a good night. All right, fellas. Later.